I'm Britt Chang. And I'm Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, September 21st, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Brett, there was an election yesterday. There was a DJ, and we've got a level with the Peak Pals here. We have no idea what happened. We're recording this at 4 p.m., the day of the election, and we're still waiting for results. But if you are interested in what happened, I'm sure you can look at any other news source to find that out, and we'll have a full debrief for you tomorrow. So so why don't people just wait until tomorrow morning to listen to us talk about it? Close your eyes. Don't look at a single other media outlet and just wait till tomorrow when we give their full peak breakdown on the election and why it matters to you in Canadian business. So we're not going to talk about the election, but what are we going to talk about today, Brett? Well, we do have three great non-political stories for you. For our first story, Drake likes his chicken hot. For our second story, we're on Evergrande Watch Part 2. And for our last story, someone else is worried about the Rogers and Shaw merger. Chicken, anyone? For our first story, Drake makes a big bet on Nashville-based Dave's Hot Chicken. Brett, you just got back from Nashville, so tell the Pink Pals what they need to know about this Southern delicacy. Well, while in Nashville, I actually became a big hot chicken fan. Essentially, it's breaded, deep-fried chicken, but it's hot, and it could be, like, seriously hot. Dave's Hot Chicken is the McDonald'sization of hot chicken. They have 22 locations, mainly in the U.S., but they've also got three in Toronto. We thought this would be a great time to take a look at some of Drake's other notable investments that are not chicken-related, or not directly chicken-related at least. In May, Drake got in on Wealthsimple's $750 million round. He also hedged his bets on real hot chicken with fake hot chicken by investing in faux meat startup Daring Foods. And lastly, Drake invested alongside a bunch of other notable celebs in esports and lifestyle brand 100 Thieves. So Jay, it sounds like Drake's building a real business empire. Why should the Peak Pals care? Well, I took a half and he took the whole thing, baby. That's because artists can build real fortunes through business. Jay-Z is now worth over a billion dollars after selling music streaming surplus title and alcohol brand Ace of Spades. And we've talked about Rihanna's unicorn status on the Peak Daily previously as well. And Drake's trying to keep up with his wealthy contemporaries, just like you and I are, Brett. Yeah, except your contemporaries are eating Dave's hot chicken, not buying the chain of Dave's hot chickens. For our second story, we're still on Evergrande Watch. Jay, what's the update on our favorite Chinese property developer? Well, up until last week, I didn't know I had a favorite Chinese property developer, but now I do. Okay, so Evergrande, the second largest property developer in the world, took out massive loans and now owes $83.5 million due on Thursday. But wait, there's more. They owe another $47.5 million on September 29th, which is a week from Wednesday. So Investors are waiting with bated breath to see if Evergrande can make the huge interest payments, if the Chinese government will bail them out, or worst case, they go bankrupt. And investors are super skittish on this. News of the loans that are due sank the S&P 500 by nearly 2%, a huge one-day drop. Even cryptocurrency prices are tumbling, and it takes a lot to make that happen. So Brett, why are we giving Peak Pals another update on our favorite Chinese property developer, Evergrande? Economists around the world are worried that the collapse of Evergrande could look pretty similar to the collapse of Lehman Brothers in 2008, which, as you might remember, led to a total global economic meltdown and decade-long recession. So some really fun stuff potentially ahead of us, Jay. That sounds great. I can't wait. And for our last story, another day, another company upset about the Rogers-Shaw merger. Brett, who's complaining? And what are they complaining about now? Well, similar to Bell's issue with the blockbuster Rogers-Shaw merger, Chorus Entertainment has raised concerns over whether the deal would hurt local media 
And here's the background. The CRTC, the regulator of broadcast and telecom services in Canada, forces companies to pay into a Canadian content pot. Each company contributes about 5% of their broadcasting revenue annually. Chorus, the owner of Global News, among other assets, gets about $12 million a year from Shaw currently. But if the Rogers-Shaw merger happens, they'd lose that revenue entirely. So Jay, why should the Peak Pals care about a media company losing money? Well, first of all, let me just say that Canadian content pot is my favorite Canadian pot of all time. Well, Chorus says that this will directly impact their ability to continue operating a number of local news outlets, which are already under threat, which could impact your ability, my ability to stay informed on what's going on in our own communities. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business, not political, business <laughs> news podcast in the country. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review if you're so inclined. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. By the way, the newsletter had a full breakdown of the results. The podcast doesn't. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting this episode together. Thank you, Dale. Thank you, Brett. Now I'm going to go find out who won this election. <laughs>